every person in the fellowship who was a damsel or a lady and they want them particularly don't ever think of bringing Pastor Uzo for this birthday celebration because if you bring Pastor Uzo he will cause trouble at the party he will cause confusion he will, he will start praying he may even start speaking in tongues he just he just gathered the whole thing some of them said yeah yeah we understand you know Uzo is fanatical you get what I'm saying we will not bring Uzo some of them said wait if it's a birthday party or celebration for a member of the fellowship at whatever time and you must excuse the pastor please count me out and they called her Uzo's, Uzo's stooge Uzo's fanatic follower of Uzo blind follower I beg let's attend the party and groove and move and rave neither filthiness Ephesians 5 and verse 4 nor foolish talking nor jesting which are not convenient but rather giving of thanks there is a culture of speech taught in the Bible there is a culture of speech that God expects you and I to parade to say sir are we not uh, we, we already training this church to a church of do's and don'ts we're already making this church become an old testament church how can we say there is something about what is said oh. are you sure you know the church you are right in at this moment are you sure you know it's called mercy assembly where the full gospel of christ is preached the christ-centered pattern notion notification and none of the Bible is heralded without any fear of favor, sentiment, or prejudice. Are you sure you are in church? And that this is called Mercy Assembly, Bulwark of Truth, Purpose, Integrity, and Power? Are you sure you know this is Mercy Assembly? If, if you have known it's Mercy Assembly, you will know, believe the word of God strictly, squarely, and stereotypically, rigidly. Not looking left, right, nor center, just following the word truly, adhering to its invaluable stance of spiritual pedigree, honesty, and truth. Don't make the mistake to say, for being under grace, we are licentious or lawless. Uh, for being under grace, grace promises and teaches to be whatever I like then you don't know grace for 
Christ and said by grace you are under the laws and the commandments and the prescriptions and the recommendations and the mandates of grace can I explain to you there are laws in the New Testament there are things you must do and things you must not do there are strict, rigid, comprehensible, inexhaustible commandments in the New Testament. Many laws. We are not under New Testament laws to get the New Testament spirit. I do my best to say it many ways so you can get it all one, once. We are not under New Testament commandments to be given approval of God. We are not using Bible commandments or prescriptions to get salvation. We are saved by grace through faith. It is the gift of God. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. But the moment we get saved, we are brought under the laws of salvation. We can't ever attain righteousness by keeping commandments. But for having the gift of righteousness within us, we must keep the commandments of righteousness. your tongue deliberately as a believer even in jokes and friendliness and you know what it means when you joke with a friend you are so close you are so related you are so fun filled you are just relaxed you are not taste off like God we are with you you are so falling out with God that God is so far from you you let God at church on Sunday you may never ever get to see him or talk with him again until the following Sunday so it's all about just being so relaxed and being unspiritual and being licentious and being godless and being normal and being carnal and being worldly and being feministic and being masculine and being a babe and being a, a blue and being hot skinned and hot legged and hot bodied so why will I not be free to juggle don't turn this church to deeper life oh. where they say live your life like a believer that deeper life doctrine is a good one for you if you don't live like a believer you will live like a non-believer like you are doing now look at your neighbor and say be warned uh, I, I don't like that church why don't you like the church because they always tell us what to do <laughs> oh I can see why you are so graceless oh it's because Nobody tells you what to do. Oh, no wonder you are this licentious. Abajo, abajo, tofia werebai. Tori pe o bolo lo uni. Ah, did I say uni? Ah, imi noti diara nini? You are tongue-tied to joke. 
that we don't care. No, 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 nobody cares. No, nobody, nobody cares. After all, I'm, I'm saved. And, and Revo said, Revo himself said, Revo said, Revo said, whatever you do, even if you are caught in the very act, when the trumpet sounds, the same act will take you to heaven. Revo said it. So, I don't care. I don't care. Hmm. Are you sure you really don't care? from the swimming let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good for the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers he says and and give oh foul words vulgated words are grievous to the spirit of God within us mm -hmm. insulting abusive words of friendliness Jokes, jokunale jokos attitudes of love, and it's not anything strange in the body of Christ because the body of Christ is very worldly. So the trends, the trends of the world are particularities of the church already. The church is not taking her rightful place in the world. So whatever things you find in the world, whether good or bad, you also find in the church. As it is, the predominant people in the world are the church people. And so all the evil tenants and attitudes of the world will bring to church in our lifestyle. And so there's just no difference between the world and the church. It is said that, like I've said it over and over again also, the world is becoming better organized like a church. And the church is better disorganized like the world Colossians chapter number 4 verse 5 work in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming between hey, verse 6 let your speech be always with grace seasoned with salt that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man your speech towards human beings ought to be spiritually guarded you have no right to just talk like you feel like talking <laughs> talk is cheap for non-christians cannot make it in life. Talk is cheap for mediocres. Talk is cheap for 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 petite people. Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap for foolish human beings. If you are somebody who is going to go far in life, talk is not cheap. You have to craft your what you must know what you are about to say, especially as a believer. Many of us think that talking is just something you should do casually. No, it's not. Work in wisdom towards them that are without taking advantage or maximizing the use of time. Let your speech <laughs> be cooked like a meal with seasoning. Cook your speech. Prepare it. I keep saying, let's not be quick to 
or respond. Let's proactively determine how our speech should go. Ephesians 5 and verse 4. Bible in basic English. And let there be no low behavior of foolish talk or words said in sport which are not right but in place of them the giving of things. Obscene, flippant, or vulgar talk is totally inappropriate. Instead, let there be thanksgiving. First Peter chapter number three. Attitudes to be imbibed. Furthermore, brethren, as we gave unto you commandments, instructions on how you ought to walk and to please the Lord, that you will abound more and more. You must take these injunctions as instructions, or you can't please God. The moment you sweep it off religious carpet and you say, I'm saved by grace, not by works, you misbehave. And many believers misbehave a lot. Finally, 1 Peter 3 and verse number 8. Finally, be all on one mind, having compassion one of another. Love us, brethren! <laughs> be pitiful, be courteous. I've spoken about love. He had the power of great victory and evangelism over and over again. Can you die for your wife or husband? Don't answer. No, you cannot. Can you die for your lover or friend? No, you cannot. Can you die for an enemy? Far from it. Who can you die for? You can't even die for yourself. The moment there is death, you are gone. So scary, so offensive, so awful, so misery-inducing, so frightful. When death comes, you are gone. So don't ever say I die for somebody. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. If that guy tells you, slap his face by the power of the Holy Ghost, he's lying to you. He's a lie. You can't die for anybody. Who should I love more? My mother or my church member? I will have said fathers. But fathers are doomed to hate whatever this means to any family. So I said, mother, who should I love more? My caring, loving mother. I see all sorts of write-ups on Mother's Day. I see very few on Father's Day. I will see the difference. There's a, there's a castle, there's a gulf, a wide open space between Ecomiums and princes showered on mothers than some petite jocular teacup kind of thing given fathers on Father's Day. Whether we like it or not, in this part of the world, our mothers are quintessentially special to us. Who thinks otherwise? Our mothers are just great. Okay, who should I love more? Between my mother and my church member. I don't... You know some church members, you just don't like their face. 
you know you know if you're a fine girl and you see someone that's not fine you don't you know people like do you get what i'm saying when somebody walks in church you tap your friend and say kote e fine oh ri bo se rin be aja oh oh o te ri pe se kon gbe dukan lo ni oh ri ni can you not see that that um that um um, um he, he doesn't speak good english I thank my God. My mother sent me to a nursery school. They will have shown me the word circles. Ah! Some pastors are grievous to listen in on. They are very grievous. Pronunciation, words. If this were the case in the word circles, I'm punished. But I thank my God. People ele barabola ela e vai só de pre 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 ah aquele jiri aquele jiri irmão tradicional irmão ca ah dico oh okay sorry we're in church whom do I love more between my mother she's just special mothers have this attachment to children and it starts from being housed in the sack with the chorion and amnion amniotic fluid for months and staying being cuddled and being breastfed i hear that breastfeeding is the very first sexual experience in human beings breastfeeding you see who told you that one you can ask brother but where read anatomy at the master's level is, is that anatomy you read okay you can ask him i'm sure you have an idea and if he doesn't lay hands on me because you want to have an idea so this attachment grows into so much your mother is always there for you she's so caring she's overbearing your mother steals from your father to give you your mother trains you to be a thief just to 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 just show motherhood someone told me here when things were getting tight for her siblings the mother said now please come together use me for ritual money and spend the money truth truth no exaggeration no lies level does not tell lies if i say it take it from me the mother said come together use me to make money and spend the money we are too poor women can be very loving so whom do you think we ought to love more between our mothers and church members what would you say automatically your mother you are wrong you ought to love believers more or all men the same way no sentimental love let love without hypocrisy or what the KJV calls dissimulation be kindly affection one to another in brotherly love preferring one another sometimes you can let go of things people do to offend you at home your mother speaks your father speaks your speaklings rubbish you blacklist you destroy your person malign your character like belly asking right things about you you say i want to forgive you because you're my sister my brother 
But if a church member tries it, you are going to cut. Love as brethren is a scripture that keeps coming to mind. I could preach on love for two hours, but I have no time. Seen, seen, seen. You have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit. It takes the power of God to love. See then that you love one another with a pure heart, silently. Love one toward another should be hot spiritual love. It's not romantic, it's not phlegmatic, it's not um, affection, it's not um, lustful, it's not human love between man and wife or man and woman or boy and girl. It's love between the saints of God. It should be powerful, fervent love. This is not the message. I just stumbled that first Peter three and verse eight. And what I'm even saying is not even the message yet. I've not started preaching. Not rendering <clears throat> evil for evil or rending for rending but contrary wise blessing knowing that ye are down to called that ye should inherit the blessing. For he that will love life and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no God. Watch your tongue as a believer. Don't let the trend of vulgar words, insulting words, inconvenient gists, sexual escapades around the rule, ruin your lingua, your language. Be careful. Speak words that becometh holiness. Take a stand for believer speech take a stand for it let them know you're a believer from your words you laugh giggling so excited about romance or sex or laughing <laughs> why are you laughing like this ah, you devil don't pretend are you saying <laughs> You are <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. As a believer, you are not loved until you are willing to die. Love here is exemplified, is shown by being willing to die. Greater love hath no man than this. Romans 15, John, John 15, 13. That for a man to lay down his life for his friends, you have not loved till you die or you are willing to die. Love is measured here by your willingness to die for the believer from whom you gain nothing, from whom you can gain nothing. A worthless believer from whom you can gain nothing. Hebrews 13 and verse 1. Let brotherly love continue. Let brotherly love continue. And the word brother, brotherhood, brotherly in the Bible, it comes from the Greek primary word that speaks of the connective particle of the womb of the many potents. You are related. 
to the brotherhood by the rule of God. You are related to your mother, your father, your siblings, or relations by consanguineous link of the human womb. see with the love of God first John 3 and verse 16 in that his son laid down his life for us laid down his life for us we ought also to lay down our lives for the brethren he must be willing to die to show love it comes by the power of the Holy Spirit it's not a joke in the title once again I welcome in Jesus name Father I thank you for the word of faith and power every person will hear and hear the truth thank you for the liberty in the spirit to speak your mind thank you for apostolic insight in the way that they will be helped in the generation it will go from here to the uttermost part of the world it will live beyond me it will last beyond my existence to touch this life and to be ministers as you have prescribed and instructed thank you Father for signs and wonders in Jesus name we have prayed say amen boldly for want of a better title place in your notebooks or writing materials a woeful church Amidst a dying people in a dead world. A woeful church amidst a dying people in a dead world. Or a failing church amidst a dying people in a dead world. Something you find in the Bible is right from the blast there's a distinction between the believer and the world and this distinction is so clear and God's position on whom you are in relation to the world is not ambiguous at all I have described the Bible this way I have said to you, I said the Bible is is such a wonderful book. There's no other book like the Bible in this world. I've read a lot. I know that what I've read is, is petite with what I should read and what people are reading. I, I know I'm not even close to average, but I've read so much and there's no other book like the Bible. And I've told you in this church several things that make this clear cut. And I'm not talking because I'm a believer. I'm talking because I've, I have information. So don't believe me or argue with me. Read and come up with your own ideas about it. And let's compare notes. the Bible is false no other book is right it's infallible and inerrant and the inerrancy is not based on religious sentiments or perception it is based on clear cut historical proof 
of lithographics, of availability of volumes, manuscripts, and contents, which is Christ's. It has a charter and many other characters. It speaks about the future like it has control over the past. The Bible speaks with such authority about things that have not happened. It is described in theology as giving a comprehensive history of the future. It's, this is paradoxical. It's, it's a paradox. You know, you know, history has to do with the past. When you say somebody is giving history of the future, you are saying something that is way beyond human knowledge. How can somebody tell exactly what has not happened as though it had happened? You know what's happening? The entire world, even science itself, is struggling to do all the Bible says it has done. <laughs> what spiritual control? As a compass for life, it tells the end from the beginning. The world is drifting as though under a spiritual wand of the Bible. No, God's word is only clear about the fact that there is a spiritual control over this world which is satanic. History of the future is baffling, but it's true, it's a true status. When you read your Bible very well. I think there is a problem here. Most people who came to be intelligent are too busy to read their Bibles. I'm sorry to say. Most of you who are intelligent don't read your Bibles. You know why? You are busy trying to make money, trying to look good, trying to read your books, trying to get married, raise children. You are running from Boko Haram, headsman. You want to do Amotekun. Amotekun is doing something too. Amotekun is everywhere fighting everybody. You are too busy. You major in the minor things. There are only very few believers reading their Bibles. The reason why the church is backward generally, globally, doctrinally is because there are very few of us who are advancing doctrine. Most of you are so irresponsible to God. You just come to church. Whatever he said, he said. Even we said 10. You have not even started. This is 10.06. You're already out of the service. There you go. Imagine if everybody in this church were reading the Bible. One over 1,000 like I do would have been better off. Most believers, most pastors don't study. Most of you don't do anything. You just come to church just to, to commemorate Sunday. So nobody will complain about you. God is not mocked. <laughs> God is not mocked. Whether I complain or not, God sees your heart. And you have him to deal with. Mm -hmm. I wish we read our Bibles and paid attention to the contents. 
right from the beginning we are told we don't belong here the world is to us an enemy whether it's the system of the world or the system of the world manifested to people of the world or the world itself as a cosmos environment there is a huge gap of enmity between us and the world first john 3 and verse 13 my brethren marvel not that the world hated you if i say unto you that this world and the people influenced by its attitudes and etiquettes and norms hates you please don't get offended it's it's what the bible says the world hates you you say no 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 it's just that it's just that christ is creating enmity no he knows the world cannot love you the world cannot love you why john 15 and verse 18 and 19 because you are not of this world if you love this world then the world will love our own but because he said i have chosen you out of this world and you are not of this world the world therefore hated you because me it hated first john 17 14 the world cannot love you What does God's word say? For example, at First Peter two and verse eleven, He says, "I beseech you, therefore, brethren, as pilgrims and strangers, abstain." How are you meant to operate on this earth? You are meant to operate as a stranger and a pilgrim, an alien a passers-by a sojourner a traveler an ambassador from somewhere else somebody who belongs to a different community a different kingdom you're supposed to work here with the orientation of nostalgic feelings homesick heaven is my home i don't belong here and wednesday i preach in this church I think that the church of Jesus has become so worldly and the, the body language is simple we are saying that because God has failed us let us employ means of the world to make it mm -hmm. and I will let you know with some examples whether I'm right or wrong or whether you believe me or not go where those days when believers will be in their rooms praying to get a job after university for example believers will be in their rooms fasting and praying to get a job really fasting and praying to get a job these days things have changed <laughs> if you do this you will go poor your life so the moment you leave school you stop praying and fasting and you move into the world 
to get any job and all jobs at whatever cost sometimes the cost of your life or your faith I want disregard for the faith a young lady got a job and at her same force I was at the same force I preached at the same force several years ago the father came from Abekuta city and said I thank God for my daughter she bought a two one in biochemistry as a course from the University of Illinois and um, before she was through with school she got some contact uh, it was not sent for it was a convocation because she was already working uh, she got a contact and then as a copper she was put she was put somewhere and the man said the man said in fact when when when, when my f f daughter got a first job I, I i said it's not possible in jesus name so we're all waiting for the kind of job that the daughter possibly got he said categorically he said my daughter got a job at at the brewery i said god forbid in fact over god's dead body for my daughter to walk in the beauty i said in the name of jesus father give another job eventually she got a job she's a bank manager right now now how does that sound to you if you work at the beauty and you bring money to this church is it not better than working nowhere what do you think if you work at the beauty and you make money and you give it to me to enjoy life is it not better than talking in tongues at home saying you don't get a job but this man says over god's dead body you say are you lying well if you say i'm lying i agree i'm lying but it happened i lied about the truth that happened you get what i'm saying he said over god's dead body and i saw that attitude in his mind he said that i would rather have my daughter not walk than produce liquor to win men's lives. A man said to me, he said, my, my boy got a job at a tobacco company. There's one popular tobacco company at the Express, entrance of Ibadan from Lagos. The man said, the man said, the man said, hello sir, I greeted him, he said, have you heard that your son got a job at um, tobacco company? I said, ah, he didn't tell me, he said, if he had told you, hmm. I said, but, so what are you saying? He said, if my son steps in that tobacco company, I said, ah, tobacco company. Now, there is a guy that was in church one time, he's, he's somewhere in US now, he's working with Samsung. He once worked in tobacco company at that same place. In fact, he was one of their footballers. He was one of their moderators. He played football, he broke his leg and came for prayer. And he was sending me offering every month. I never said to him, stop working as a tobacco producer. Why I didn't say that, I will tell you after the service. But the man said, if his boy ever works, the place will go ablaze. I said, Amen. 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 Now, if this guy had told me he got a job there, would I have said stop? And I couldn't have said it because they would call me names. And when you say I should not work in tobacco, you'll be asking God to support church, support church. I've let me own me. Now, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think of working 
in a tobacco place. Now, it's, it's, there is nothing you think than what there is money. The reason is because the church has changed. Working in places that don't glorify God is satanic. So you will say, you will say, First Corinthians and verse thirty-one. Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. This was when Christianity was Christianity. You rather not. You rather not. You would rather not walk than walk in a brewery or a hotel or as a procurer or at wharf backwarding and forwarding or as a kidnapper. I hear that kidnappers' days have doctors and pastors and services. I have people say it until. The popular son said it on television that where he was abducted at the do state, they had pastors preaching to those kidnappers and they kidnapped. One gave a testimony. He said they were they were just there. About 14 of them with with, with some people, and then some people just walked in. Some pastors just came to preach with them. And they began to sing a song. In a kidnapper's day. Now these are things that will have been offensive and odd and absurd and wrong before the church failed. What you are seeing and witnessing now in the world, my brother, my sister, is a failed church. The performance of the church is at its very lowest now. You are seeing a wrong representation of Bible church. You are seeing a huge departure from God's mind. You are seeing a replica of satanic things in the body. The devil has so entrenched his attitude in the body of Christ that what you see today should make you cry if you are a genuine believer. Things have gone very bad. The problem of society is not the world. The problem of society is the church. The church is meant to save the world, but the church has failed woefully. No matter how old, no matter how old or gaunt you looked as a young woman those days, you'll be praying, waiting for a brother who have a vision of you on thy papa tree. No matter what you look like as a sister those days, you will pray waiting for someone that will say, God told me. He won't even say it in a loving way. He won't appeal or toast. He won't seduce. He won't come with his whims of masculinity to appear to your senses. He won't call you a favor. He will just come and say, Sister, God bless you. Sister, God bless you. Please, can I see you? After he has spoken to the pastor and the geo and all the geos and he has prayed and fasted for 20 days. Then you will come and meet him in the church. And he will stay in public. 
and he will shoot like this and he will get 20 meters always gap and he will shoot far from you and he will shoot and and she and he will say to you sister sister i was praying and i saw myself in an orchard with roses and thorns and tissues and flowers and i saw you coming with a rose and god said rise kill and eat <laughs> that was those days hey that was those days God told me we didn't have refined English Holy Ghost God said thank you brothers oh God said my God said even believers never used to walk never if you are walking over here you are not a believer you must walk like you pray because that's how you pray so you have to you already used to it now no, but you work like like you work like a cat now means you are not born again today things have changed if you want to marry <laughs> as a sister you must step up everything your looks your dressing your seductive power your in-depth information and knowledge of pornography you must be sexually proven adequate competent capable performing strong versatile dexterous virile pathogenic and strong you will get a husband in the church ah, if it's a lie say it's a lie you must hear discussions pockets of discussions and his brothers and sisters pastors will even educate you she must not be a joke you need to hear Felix Adejima's wife you need to, to hear her describe what church ought to be with the power of putting your husband in your underwear for life why we're trying to cope with the word now quickly quickly and quickly too the world is not our friend these verses but i think i should show you right now first john 3 quickly please let's take a speed so i can finish on time i don't want to push this on wednesday because i know all of you will not come on wednesday i know that for sure i know you will not come you say why i just know you are not serious at that point you don't have some commitment to god you are too busy to serve the lord i understand so let me just wrap this up today first john 3 15 love the world it depends on where you walk. If you are a fisherman, how can you love the sea? If you are a hunter, how can you love the jungle? 
If you work as a gardener, how can you love orchards? But if you work at Dubai, why won't you love Dubai? If Jesus were here in his own days and he was in Dubai, he would backslide. So the Bible says, love the world depending on how rich you are. 1 John 2.15 Love the world depending on your taste. If you are thick like Revoir who is not exposed, don't love the world. But if you are exposed like some billionaires at Washington D.C., capital city of the world, please love the world. And ever, look at an ever living conceptual phrase in the Bible over over 2,000 years ago over and it's for time and eternity hey hey several religious books always need to be abridged several times the Quran of the Mohammedans have been abridged a lot of changes have been brought in because the contents were too archaic for the way the world was going or has been going. So there are several things completely altered and removed to just make it cope. And even till now, it's getting a cake. Islam is getting a cake. Islam is struggling. Islam is bringing many things because as it is, people, it's becoming so backward. You, you, you are retaining a religion in a segmented language like Arabic. It's going to get backward. It will soon fade out if not careful. God's word is not like this. <laughs> God's word remains God's word. No matter how fast we run, we will find him ahead of us. God's word remains God's word. No matter how fast we walk, he's ahead of us. He says, years ago, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Listen. Loving the world and the things of the world is not complementary with loving God. Did you hear me? The more you enjoy life, the worse a Christian you become. <laughs> this is simple. I hope you understand. I hope you are getting this. He said, why is this man always saying things that we don't know where it's in the Bible? I don't know. You know, I always tell you in this church that I have a serious problem. I'm a Bible sticker. I stick to the tenants with complete adherence and innocence. I'm too dull to say something else. I wish I knew more than this. Love, not the world. Uh, there's a dimension that you must carry. It's at first, it's at James 1 verse 4. James 1 verse 4. Ye adulteresses, ye adulterers and adulteresses. Know you not. Turn at James 4. The friendship of the world is enmity with God. Huh? 
I don't understand this. Hey, 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 this is the Bible we all read. How come you have never read this part of the Bible? It is because you are not objective. Well, I am. I read everything comprehensively. Go, go, bata, bata, to Z. Over and over and over and over again. Me, 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 The Bible came out canon. Inside out. You go, she say? Bible, none. But you are busy, don't read it. <clears throat> Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world. Ah. <clears throat> Whosoever is a friend of this world and the systems of this world is an enemy of God. That you are very, listen and listen good. That you are very relaxed in the world. Ah, hello. Life is sweet. Shows you are backsliding. To be comfortable and at home and at rest, to be at peace with this world, shows you are a bad believer. friend is my enemy my friend's enemy is my enemy uh, is usual practice uh, is not something new to you uh, are you not getting it when somebody you like likes your enemy you hate all of them put together are you getting what I'm saying when you have an enemy sometimes you you make with a lesser enemy so you can join gangs with the enemy to fight the bigger enemy when you have a smaller enemy and you try to co-opt the enemy into your gang to fight this bigger enemy and he also refuses you 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 castigate all of them as enemies you face them bulldog head on in a collision uh, people that love those you those those who hate you are your enemies people that hate those who love you are your enemies yet this is not coming to your mind here because you're not being objective so let's be objective about it the moment you love the world you are an enemy of god the moment you follow the world you are turning away from god the moment you have your mind ignited towards the world when you are ambitious in this world you are backsliding you want to hear more or should i stop even if you say i should stop i will not second timothy chapter number four and verse ten for the humans had forsaken me having loved this present world the humans the humans had forsaken me the humans had forsaken me <laughs> enemy is the flesh then the world then Satan the world is a huge distraction first John 
I'm in First Corinthians. Well, I'll put the keyboard in a second, please. First Corinthians seven. First Corinthians seven twenty-nine. But this I say, brethren, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they have none. This is not teaching divorce. Verse 29 does not teach divorce. It only teaches that marriage is not as important as Christianity and that your wife or your husband is not your God. This verse does not teach divorce or neglect of family. If you don't care for your family, especially be of your own, you have denied the faith. You are worse than an infidel. First Timothy 5.8 This verse only prioritizes God above men, above women, above marriage. Is this clear to you? Verse 30 And they that weep as though they weep not, and they that rejoice as though they rejoice not, and they that buy as though they possess not, and they that use this word as not abusing it, for the fashion of this word passeth away. First John 2 and verse 17. The word and the lost thereof passeth away. But he that doeth the will of the Father shall abide forever. Now, without being saying and missing words, he tells us the world is at variance with you. The world is an enemy to you. The world is not your Lord. You don't belong here. You are passers by. Philippians 3 and verse 20. Our conversation is in heaven. Our citizenship is of heaven. Pure religion before God and the Father is to visit the widows and the fatherless in their afflictions and to keep himself James 1 26 unspotted unspotted from the world so we are we are supposed to live a life of delineation I think it's it's a good point to advance one or two things and close God's perspective, God's mind, God's instruction, admonition. He's creating a divide. We all are creatures of God. We all are missionaries of this earth. But then he speaks of the kingdom of heaven we should receive in Christ Jesus. He speaks of he has delivered us from the stranglehold of Satan. He has rescued us from the power of Satan and darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Colossians 1, 12 and then 13 and 14. So, don't, don't, don't be ambiguous about it. He tells you the world is your enemy. The world is my enemy. If you are friends with the world, you are my enemy. 
we are enabled. Let me advance something. Two important things. He doesn't just leave us helpless, hapless, confused about what to do. He says the world is evil. The world is under satanic control. I've said this over and over. I don't know how it sinks or how you are getting the sink in this church. Second Corinthians 4 and verse 3. But in our gospel be hid. It is hid to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world, the God of this world, Satan, the prince of this life, this physical place. John 12, 31, John 14, 30. The prince of this world is Satan. Understand what God thinks of the world, you'll be casual about it. You will know there is the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Ephesians 2 and verse 2 on. See, coalition, the conspiracy at home mindset of respite and rest is against the will of God. What am I supposed to do? The church has lost a vision God gave her for the world. This world is generating faster than we would have thought because the church is woeful. The church has failed. The church has failed to deliver. The church has failed to take her place. Believers have failed to be believers. Believers are struggling to be unbelievers. Believers are working hard at ungodliness. Believers are becoming more notorious. Those days, vulgar words were not in church. Today, the vulgar words, the nude, the nude music is in the body of Christ. Those days, churches were not cubicles for sinners. Today, sinners are so comfortable. Nigeria is one of the most corrupt nations of this world. And yet Nigeria is the most religious nation on this earth. How? To these two contrary things complement? Is there no serious problem somewhere? In many homes today we have pastors. Eh? Organizations, pastors, our CEOs. It never used to be like that those days. No, 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 no. You won't find pastor this, pastor that. No, no, no. You won't find it. We're not too common. But now in a house you can find five pastors, ten churches, in a house of six people. Pastors, pastor's wife, deacon, deaconesses, elders everywhere. Yet the country is seeking deeper in corruption. 
because the church has failed. The church has failed. The church has failed Nigerians. The church has failed God. The church has failed the world. The church has failed herself. The church has failed. We have taken away the truth from the church. We are making a practice of contemporary worldly things. And these things are in enmity with God. This is the message. Let us see, for example, what God says. Just two things and I'll close. And Philippians 2. Philippians 2 from verse 12. I'm trying to hit at verse 15, but I want to take it from verse 12. Philippians chapter number 2. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my precepts only, but now much more in my apostles, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Does not say work for. You don't work for salvation. You, you get it. It's given to you by faith through grace. You understand this? But it says work out. That is, he works in you. Verse 13, you work out. You work out. You don't work for. He works in you, then you work out. Verse 14, do all things without murmurings and fightings or rancor or disputings or divisions. Verse 15 is my point. Philippians 2.15 That ye may be blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the midst. Is this in the Bible? Of a crooked and a perverse nation among whom ye shine. There is a mandate of instruction and commandment members of the body of Christ must do, or the church has failed will remain woeful or remain a full church. We must shine. You must do what? You must shine. You should be holy and gentle. Children of God without sin in a twisted and foolish generation. Shine! To bring forth a light, a brightness, a resplendence that hits the eyes to manifest to expose the view to appear to grow a vegetation clearly shine Shine! 
lost our luster and our brilliance and our brightness and we're so used to the world that we don't even carry Bibles anymore shows we have failed we have failed God we have failed the world we have failed the church we have failed ourselves amidst a crooked and perverted nation among whom ye ought to Resplendently brighten up. A woeful or a failed church amidst a dying people in a dead world. The Christian is supposed to give an ambience anywhere. We're supposed to anywhere. It goes in whom was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shineth in darkness, and darkness could not comprehend it. God's will is that evil attitudes, vulgar words, bad manners, evil communications ought not to thrive anywhere you are. In your family, in your workplace, in class, on the sidewalks, at the shopping mall, at the movie center, wherever you are, it should be obvious there is a light that is rising here. There's a, a spectre of a spectre of luminosity rising here. I, I'll push the second point in next week, but along these lines, we're going to look at Matthew's Gospel 5 and our close. This is God's will. We must shine. We must shine. We must shine. We must the bites of brightness. Darkness is upon the land. And there is gross darkness upon the people. And our lights are being snuffed. There is nothing Christianly about you. There is nothing that you are just ordinary. Think about it. You are just you are just ordinary. Think about yourself. What is there about you? Nothing. You look like a normal girl. You look like a normal boy. And you are in WhatsApp and a WhatsApp. You are a boom or a bee. You are just a honey daughter or a sugar daddy. You are just, it's just, I mean, there is nothing different. It's just the same thing. On the team, you are the same. On the seat, you are the same. You are traveling a commercial route. And you are in a bus. You enter, you sit. You buy gum, and you chew. After one hour, you sleep. Then you get up and talk politics. Then you curse government. Then you talk basketball. And you and you pray for brand. Then you talk Brexit. And then you Trumpism, Trump. And then you go back to sleep. Then you get out of the bus and you go your way. Just you're just so casual and too normal. There is nothing about you that speaks Christ. 
this is the way we've been living our lives over the years. Casual. Matthew 5 16. Let your light so shine. Look at it. How is your light meant to shine? Candlestick strength. Just bring a candlestick into a dark place instantly. No matter how little, no matter the position of the light, because light is not about how small or big; it's about position. Once the light is not under the bed. Or under the lamp holder, once above it, it will give a luminous radiance that will show. Looks to me as if the deeper and the thicker and the stronger the darkness, the easier it is for small light to cause a luster will shine. Let your light so shine like the power of a candle in darkness. Says in the same way, you are the salt, you are the seasoning, you are the determinant of the taste, you are the ones that make the art taste like it ought to. Who exactly has the responsibility? Of determining the gift of this world, you and I. Who has responsibility to determine the destiny of this world? You and I. Who has what it takes to determine what should be done in this world? You and I. Who has control over this earth? You and I. But we're so feeble. Under sense rude influence, just struggling and trudging and getting confused and murmurs in rancor and divisions, complaining about our lives is not easy and struggling to survive and too poor and destitute and impoverished and just barely getting along and sick and dying and a failure and lost everything. I need this, I need that, I clamor for this, I curse, I insult, I fight. Let your light shine. The church has failed us. The church has lost light. The church ought to determine shine. Just one Christian is enough. One Christian is enough anywhere. No matter how huge the darkness, what light is, you see the light. Instantly, you see the light. You will see that shine. Now, the shine is not just based on the compass, on the radius, on the circumference, it's based on its quality of shine. It's a light. begins to dispel darkness begins
begins to dispel there is an automatic movement of the air and the electrons and the photons and the packets of light once there is light in darkness darkness begins to dispel let your light shine we can't continue like this business as usual what's my business what's my own what can I do well let's tell you again let the light shine in your family at school your presence of endeavors work professionalism anywhere you go driving traveling let your light shine at the salon the grocery place or store at the mega store let your light shine as a boss a subordinate a messenger and a minister let your light shine it's a terrible story of a failed church and this in dying people